Hello, everybody. This is Wynn Harden. We're at Manufacturing Matters, and we're recording a live episode here at the A3 Business Forum in Orlando, Florida. Today, I'm with a few representatives of PBC Linear and Applied Cobotics. I'm sitting next to, I've got David Dieter to my right here, who is, a, I'm sorry, president of PBC Linear. We've got Bo Weilman, who is the director of Applied Cobotics, and Tim Stelmacher, who is director of sales at PBC Linear. Thanks for joining me today, guys. I really appreciate it. Happy to be here. Thanks for having us. Fantastic. So I'm, I'm still getting to know PBC Linear a little sure. bit. I was wondering if, David, you might be able to kick us off and tell us a little bit about the motion sure. control solutions you guys have. Absolutely. This year, 2023, is actually our 40th anniversary of being in business. So PBC Linear founded in uh, 1983 by Bob Schrader and the Schrader family uh, that owns it today. So it's a privately owned business. Uh, we are in the motion control uh, industry provide uh, components and mechatronics for motion control applications, a lot of B2B stuff, right? So a right. uh, lot of solutions that uh, we've evolved over time. Um, and we're going to talk a little bit about uh, some of the components that are that we sell today is also what we are going to be releasing new. It's exciting. We're, we're really excited about our future. That's very cool. So I look forward to hearing about what's latest in motion control. Uh, you, Tim, why don't you lay on for us, uh, what are some of those product lines and what are the specialties? Yeah, absolutely. And so we're, it's an exciting time here at PBC. We uh, are going to be uh, introducing our uh, small diameter uh, ball screw line mm -hmm. um, at the SLAS uh, show, which is uh, um, at the end of um, uh, February. Um, right. So uh, Down in San Diego, I think. San Diego, right? correct. Fantastic. And so uh, six, eight, 10 millimeter uh, small diameter ball screw. U.S. you know made, which is, is rare and, and we're excited about. Um, it is also a product that's uh, you know going to be from stock and uh, be able to to get in a hurry. So lab automation is is that uh, particular show. Right. Uh, so medical field that type of thing. We're also excited just to you know to push our standard lines of simplicity bearings, um, which is you know, the core of the business. When we go back 40 years, that's where we started. That's what we that's what we did. Right. Um, and it's still uh, the base of our business, so we continue to push that. We're also excited about our heavy rail product, which is just a, it's a product that, you know, when you get into those heavy applications, it's a very unique product to us and, and nobody else has it. So from, from, you know, kind of bottom to top, we have the most diverse line in the bearing industry and it's exciting. Fantastic. Do you also do some of the actuation on that a little bit? We do, absolutely. So yeah, we have, you know, we go from, just the bearing to, to full systems that include a motor, um, belt driven, ball screw driven uh, now. Uh, you know, so yeah. yes, we, we, we have a wide range. Very I nice. would add that we're heavily vertically integrated mm -hmm. to very innovative processes. We have uh, over 40 years have had to instill a lot of um, automation uh, processes because uh, the founder and the family have all been innovative in nature. And it's really the backbone of our business so from a lot of things that we have learned, we not only process, but also into the products that we make day in and day out. So I, you know, I've been in the motion control industry myself, bringing some of that knowledge in previous leading previous businesses, and I'm really excited about the future with it. And, you know, the ball screw is the next thing that we're, we're adding on with the lead screw. So we're, you know, screw is one of the areas that we have a lot of focus and definition going forward. That's fantastic. That's 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 great. Now, as I look, um, and I know we got some more, even more advanced innovations from the applied cobotics mm -hmm. side we're going to talk about. But if I could, real quick, I know that as I looked at pbclinear.com, which is a heck of a website if you guys haven't visited it recently, it's, it's very easy to find information and components that these guys provide, which I think has been a big engine of what they've uh, their success over the last forty years in the Chicago land area. 
I noticed that some of the applications that you guys go in for are food and beverage. I noticed that there's lab automation. Tim, you mentioned that earlier. Packaging is important to you. Uh, some medical, uh, medical instrumentation and devices also. So that means that you guys are really into precision components, yeah, yeah. Uh, as well as rugged components and things right. that can stand up to not just our standard industrial processes, but washdowns and you know can maintain that surface hardness texture and, yeah. and precision. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, it's a, I mean it's an exciting product because really we're in, in many industries. Uh, you know, here at A3 they just talked about agriculture, which in my prior company was a. a kind of where I was at. So I dealt with John Deere a lot and, and the fact that, you know, agriculture is, you're thinking <laughs> corn and it, it's becoming more and more automated and they need a product like the Pacific bearing, um, you know, liner, no, no grease, you know, out in the field. It's something that they can, uh, you know, put in and forget, which is a, is a great thing. I'll tell you, for me, agriculture is just one of the most exciting markets. I know if you think about farm, although I, I love farms myself, spent some time in Nebraska <laughs> yeah. when I was a younger man. Yeah. Um, so, I, but just the automation of that. Harvesters are highly specialized in automated pieces of equipment already. But when we can get to uh, resource management, limiting water, using fewer pesticides, better yields and productivity, using robots, imaging, all these various automation systems, that's pretty exciting too. So. Um, you guys have weathered the, the COVID storm and everything else really well. You know, you've been able to maintain an upward trajectory for decades now. Uh, I understand that there were some really interesting ways that you were able to apply new technologies at PVC Leonard to keep up with demand. Do you want to tell us a yeah, bit about absolutely. that? Absolutely. So that's, um, you know, going into 2020, the pandemic hit. Right. And a lot of our workforce is right at the edge of that retirement age. Mm. Um, so right when it hit, a lot of them took that early retirement, got out, well, you know, before everything was too shut down. And sure. that left a huge gap in our business. Okay. So our owner invested in something like 20, 25 cobots uh, to, you know, fill those gaps and right. get everything set up. Um, but when we did that, we noticed even though we had the cobots there, we were still running into issues with the parts being fed to the cobots and the cobots running. Right. So they'd run as long as someone was there to feed them, but that was kind of defeating the purpose of, you know, solving that pain of not having those workers. Right. So we had to really kind of create our own ways using our own, you know, linear motion components mm -hmm. to uh, kind of bridge that gap. Right. So that's kind of where the Applied Cobotics brand came from. Our new system, the Cobot Theater, mm -hmm. is uh, our owner posed a challenge to get Cobots running longer. Right. And so some of the engineers on the team put together this rough prototype using some of our components and um, it, it started working perfectly. Outstanding. You know? Outstanding. And, you know, it's, it's, it's an interesting point. It's not about it's not about replacing workers. It's about keeping up with the growth of automation demands right. in the marketplace. You know, I mean, um, uh, 40 years of, of, of doing it the hard way, working hard every single day is still what you guys are doing and always will be. Uh, PBC, uh, you know, has a fantastic facility, again, right outside Chicago, uh, near Schaumburg. I think you're not too far from Rockford. Rockford, Rockford, area. Rockford area. Rockford. So, um, but, you know, there's just not I mean, machinists and, 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 and good assemblers. Mm -hmm. uh, they're just not falling off trees, uh, you know. And so as I understand it, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, uh, will the Cobot feeder itself, in addition to being able to run a little bit lights out, so on shifts yeah. where you may not have people on, um, does it also offer the opportunity for one experienced machinist to maybe supervise more systems? Absolutely. Yeah, it's something you set up at the beginning of your shift and then yeah. walk away, maybe reset it, refill some parts at the end of the shift and then come back in the morning and you have all those parts ready for you. 
Wow. You know, in the end, it makes that job more exciting because it's not, you know, I, I don't have to feed that. That backbreaking part of my job is, is not yeah. there anymore. So now I can go and I can, like you said, yeah. oversee five machines, no backbreaking, but I'm excited to do it. I'm excited to get up and go to work because of it. So. With unemployment at all time lows, we are all competing for that labor workforce. So if you've got a good culture, you know, and, and technology, and we don't talk enough about that. Technology is something that really can up a company's game and visibility, you know, help attract the workers, right. those, those in the good workers and keep the ones that you have happy and with new challenges, growth potential. That's fantastic. So how do you handle product turnover? Um, is, 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 the, is the Cobot feeder, I believe that's the, the name that you guys have chosen. Yep. Um, is that a pretty flexible solution? Do we have to do a lot of machining to enable a new, you know, a new blank or? No, we, uh, we work well with high mix or high volume. Mm -hmm. um, you load up the system and it's got 17 individual trays. Gotcha. So, I mean, say you're running tray one through 10 with right. part A, right. and the other ones with another part. Um, you, you really just have to set it up, let it go. And the, as long as your cobot is able to, you know, have the variations in your program, you can run whatever parts you want with no turnover time. That's outstanding. Uh, one value we provide with it as well is we custom form these molds. Mm -hmm. So any part you can throw at us, we can create a mold for you and you know it'll work perfectly with our system. Right. Some of the feedback that we're getting from the, the trade shows is that flexibility is, is extremely important and also the footprint. The fact that you can take our unit and be able to not move other machines within their you know, plant. You, right. you, you can, it, it's got a small footprint. The, it can hold over a thousand parts at times. Mm -hmm. So, you know, when, when we were at IMTS, people were coming and they were like, that footprint's amazing because we we're able to put that right, you know, next to our machine without moving anything, uh, anything else. Yeah. And all of a sudden we're, you know, lights out. So right. the flexibility of it is, is huge and the, and the footprint. I know there's a few solutions out in that space that are, you know, large engineered, very expensive. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. You know, I, 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 it's my understanding that yours is a much mobile much more mobile, cost-effective, uh, and flexible solution, which you know is fantastic for that small and medium. Sounds great to me, machine shop, yep. right? Where, as you said, you've got the machines all in a row in a configuration. Don't have a lot of extra real estate, so we can move, we can move this this feeder system around very quickly and easily, and and and, and serve lots of different jobs. Yep. Yeah. Um, how fast can you turn around a new a new mold or new nest for a new part? If it's the first time we're doing it, I mean we. We've gotten pretty quick at it. It's a, a day or two to, to make the mold, get it over to the customer, form as many trays as they need. Right. So it's a, a pretty quick process. And for customers going from job to job within their system, um, I mean, the cobots are already so great at storing that program and the data and calling upon it whenever it needs to. That, right. I mean, you as long as you can switch out the tooling in your machine, you're good to go. Fantastic. I mean, that's your limiting factor is your machine, but yeah. And you, it's your plan to be robotic agnostic, I think, if it I understand is. correctly. Yes. So what do we have APIs for right now? What's our, what's our current compatibility? Well, currently anything that can plug into it with a few discrete IOs. So right. yeah, just that ending. Beautiful, beautiful. I think I heard that you were, you were at, at launch, you were um, gonna be working a little bit with Universal Robots. Yes. Which is of course the leader in the Cobot marketplace. I mean, mm -hmm. if you're gonna go, go big, that's for sure. So that's that's wonderful and a, and a really trusted solution too. Yeah, they've been a great partner so far. You know, with us, we're getting close to, to, yeah. to being UR Plus certified, and just the, the partnership that we you know we have a cobot that mm. that we have the shows and, and they've helped us along and, and their knowledge has been great. So it's, they've been a great partner. And you and you see them today. They're focused on expanding their machine tending market 
you know, the market share. So there's a, you know, working with them to help ensure that we integrate the software and, uh, and they've been a great partner so far. We're really excited about it this spring and the Q1, we're gonna be at that point and we're gonna be working mm -hmm. very closely with them and That's pushing great. a solution into their, their distribution channel, so. You know, it seems to me that, um, well, actually, let me just pose this question back to you, Bo. So Cobalt Feeder is going to come out this year. It's going to really be a fantastic tool in the toolbox for getting more productivity of Cobalt work cells. Probably sounds like machine tending is kind of a, a first a first app that we're going to focus that, on. Yeah, big pain point for people. So uh, that's a great place for us to start. Yeah, BLS, Bureau of Labor Statistics, has said that there's just tens of thousands of unfilled machinist yeah. positions that are going to be uh, unfilled over the next five, ten years. Mm -hmm. So uh, it's not really a question of whether this would be nice to have. It's this is a need to yeah, have. It is for a lot of small shops who want to want to stay active. Yeah, I mean the idea is to solve the pain because that pain's not going to be going away anytime yeah. soon. And let alone sell the value of it. Let alone from an ROI calculation and what it can bring from an efficiency standpoint mm -hmm. on labor and, and capacity. Uh, yeah. Being able to be out lights out all night long, but the idea of solving that pain. We, it's hard. That's that's what we struggled with in 2020. Right, was not having enough operators that were trained, and it's not yeah. easy to do, and uh, just not having the people. So again, it goes back to the original theme about PBC Linears, the innovation that's within the company. It's the best I've ever seen in any company I've been a part of, and I, and it's just unique. So we built it for ourselves, and now we're commercializing it. So we're really excited about it. Fantastic, that's fantastic. So I know you don't want to share too much of the future product roadmap, right, David? But I was wondering, can you give us maybe some insights? What's next? I mean, CF yeah. comes out, uh, we're gonna be marketing that, you guys are gonna be marketing that early in this year, but, but what's the next step for CF? What can we expect in its future? Product innovation, we're gonna, you know, we'll go to 2.0. Um, yeah. That's that's on the, on the table, right, in early discussions. Uh, the biggest thing that I think we have challenge with right now is, you know, we have a limited amount of resources. If you look down the road at what we're doing and where this is and, the, and, and solving that pain out there, right. working with UR, the potential is, uh, is amazing. It's just, you know, it's unbelievable. I think about it and I just, you know, I'm just smiling, just thinking about it. It's uh, for us, for PBC, we only have so much resources to, to capture that opportunity. Yeah. So what we're also looking for is, is to talking to potential partners that might be able to want to jump in and partner up with us, help us to gather some of these resources that we need so we could really accelerate our ability to get to market and really get more market share here. There's right. just a ton of potential here. We're really excited about it. And we're looking to see if we can find other partners that want to get on board with us. That's fantastic. That's a, and this will be under the Applied Cobotics, we're thinking? Applied Cobotics brand. Mm -hmm. PBC Linear has, has had various brands. 3DP is another one. If you look at 3DP, it's another example of innovation being commercialized. Applied Cobotics is another innovation of being commercialized. Right. Um, so, and, and Lee Linear is another one of our, our, our brands. But Applied Cobotics, that's, that's the brand that's going to really take us in the future along with our core product today. So we're extremely excited about it. I, I, that's, that's a bright future. I mean, I remember a stat I heard not too long ago is somewhere like 24 to 25,000 new CNC machines going every year into the marketplace. You know, and the bulk of those have to be the smaller yeah. to medium-sized mm -hmm. units. You know, not total vertical machine systems uh, centers, but but uh, although this might have applicability there too, uh, depending on the layout. So that's fantastic. That's really cool. Well, I can't look. I look forward. Maybe you know, this summer when Automate comes around, we can yeah. have another conversation real quick. Oh, yeah. See see what the progress has been made yeah. at that time, and hear more about 2.0. 2.0. We'll ask more definition at that point. Oh, yeah. but, uh, we will be there, and, and we're looking forward to that show. So. We will be too. Look All really right. forward to it. Yep.
Thanks, guys. Thanks for joining some Manufacturing Matters. And until the next episode, make sure that Manufacturing Matters to you and everyone around you. See you soon.